I'm, I wouldn't. <laughs> okay. You you recording now? Yeah, it's so we have a spike so we know when we start recording. <laughs> do we all do it? We all do it. <laughs> well done, everyone. <laughs> um, right, I'll start. So, start welcome to the first episode of Podcast Away, you know, a series where we talk all film, all things film and TV most of the time. So I'm here with Alex. How are you, Alex? I'm good, thank you. Yeah, it's not a Star Wars podcast. I'm just going to put that out there right now. It, can, so it will turn into these, one. These three will yeah. go on about Star Wars, but yeah, you've I'll got a, you've got up. a veto, haven't you? Yeah, you I had to vetoes. regulate it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, actually, I'm going to uh, get Carl Pink. <laughs> Pinkington. Can't wait to see him. I'm going to get my Carl Pilkington bullshit thing up. Let's, let's just get going. Okay, yeah. Whilst you're doing that, Charlie, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Yeah, not bad. How's your week been? Yeah, just watching new TV series. It's quite good. Called the Preacher. Been talking to you guys about it, but we can oh, always that... talk about it a different time. Yeah, Preacher. Is, one... one... is that the one with Dominic Cooper where he's yes. the priest? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But it's really good and it's got um, the guy, Woody Allen. Joseph of... Gilligan, yeah. yeah, yeah I started yeah. watching it. Honestly, yeah. yeah, it's really good. And it's the people that made uh, The Boys as well. So oh, yeah, it's very good. There <laughs> we go, thanks for that. <laughs> that might have been bullshit, to be fair. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then finally, Matt, how are you? Yeah, I'm not bad. How are you, Jay? I'm good, thanks. <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for asking. Yeah, no, yeah I didn't ask you. Yeah, uh, I'll just go. So first question I'm going to put to Alex. Hello. Is, uh, what film would you get rid of on the face of the earth? If you were to erase from everyone's head this film, what film are you choosing? Justice League. Ooh. Ooh. And make that broader any of the recent DC films, so Suicide Squad, Why? Batman it sounds like you're going to go into their place and, and destroy yeah, them all. <laughs> I just don't like them. I just, especially Justice League, it was too... It tried to, I think it tried to be too Avengers. Mm. I yeah, they, I get that. They looked at Avengers, and Avengers worked so well. Cash cow. Um, yeah, they were like, mm. let's just do that. I mean, they got... Um, What's his name? Um, Zack Schneider? No, yeah. Well, Zack Schneider started doing it, and then he's got his full um, coming out, hasn't he? He uh, yeah. went off like some family problems. Like, yeah, he it. got binned off. Then he got binned off, and then they got that guy Josh Whedon. Josh Whedon. Oh, Josh Whedon. Yeah, Josh and Whedon. And then, like, yeah. he worked. He's worked on some of the um, Avengers. He worked on. Films. He was part of Firefly, he, wasn't he? The TV things. show. But he's what? He's what? Worked with Marvel, and I don't know. I just think that yeah, it's mm. uh, it doesn't fit anywhere. It doesn't. What's the point of it? And it's not. It's not a good. Yeah, yeah. I do I get that, like but it. I think the issue, the issue, the issue with DC is that they had Christian Nolan that started it off into this like yeah, completely Batman. different universe. Yeah, like into the universe that DC probably should have carried on. It's but just not the whole. I think the whole DC universe, apart from Batman. Is it's just never been a universe that's taken off in the same way that no. the Wonder Woman. Well, not Wonder Woman is a good film. Not in live action. Like the Justice League and, yeah. animated show is quite. Yeah, yeah, okay. But, so they, and, and Wonder Woman's quite a good film. Yeah, it's not the best film, but it's. it's I get, I get one. I feel like with Avengers, I wouldn't get rid of Wonder Woman. At least, like everyone's uh, independent film really well, and then they feel they brought oh, Avengers yeah. Assemble. Mm-hmm. Whereas with this, they kind of brought out. Batman versus Superman, and which was again another shit film. I know, yeah. and then Wonder Woman quickly, and then right, let's put it straight into a massive mashup film. I think, I think as well with Iron Man though, when when the Avengers started, they had a current, they had a theme, and like I think the theme was important to carry that on if you were going to mm. make it into a yes. massive series. Whereas like it's the same time as when like you know um, Batman came out at the same time as Iron Man was coming out, and Batman had its own stories and the way that that was like a theme, but. No, DC didn't continue what Batman had started mm. and Christopher Nolan started, whereas like Marvel continued in that sense with Iron Man, and Iron Man was like the main person that everyone fed yeah. off in the end. Do you think Christopher Nolan should just make the DC series not for getting, every... He won't. He won't. He won't. He's got too, too many, many big films. films. And I don't yeah. think it can ever peak the Dark big Knight film. trilogy anyway. No. Because but, 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 as well, but Inception it, it, is another mm. Christopher Nolan film that no one will... If you watch Inception and he goes back to like Batman or like a DC thing, like... You'd look at it and you'd go, why has he gone back to yeah, something when I he's agree. made such good films? Well, like I, I read a review for Tenet when 
I was sorry in a newspaper and I think the headline was uh, Christopher Nolan's films too complicated that they're just shit. No, that's right. Uh, they're just bad. Is it, do, 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 do is the Chris, Christopher Nolan's films have this such kind of esteemed ooh, <coughs> it's really intricate and mm. it's really difficult to figure out which is just hiding the fact that it was just a bad film. I haven't seen it but like, this is what they were... <laughs> <laughs> I have, seen, I, I have seen it, I've seen it, I went to the cinema re- recently to watch it and I'd say it's good, I think the, the thing is Chris Nolan's why it's so good and what he does is that he makes you really watch the films, yeah. it's like, because then you find more information from those films and I think, you know, not many directors can do that, it's the same with Quentin, like you'll watch that film again and go, like, oh right, yeah. I get that, that's a good little bit, whereas, you know, first viewing sometimes can be like, eh. I need to rewatch this. To I did it with Inception, and I was like, yeah. okay, yeah, that makes sense. Because it's, it's the whole thing with the ending of Inception, <clears throat> not to spoil anything, but the whole ending of Inception, like Christopher Nolan said, he made it ambiguous, mm. so people took what they their own meaning from it. Yeah, in the whole thing of obviously the spinning top at the very end that it cuts off before it finishes, that everyone mm. can take the whole thing of because there's arguments that it looks like it's going to fall at the very end and Wobbles, stop. Yeah, so there's a whole argument that it actually camera cuts before it falls over and he is real or he's not real and it's a whole thing that you just it watch asks questions films. it asks yeah. questions I'll, 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 are we just getting a bit off track he's <laughs> <laughs> coming in straight away he's <laughs> <laughs> coming in I love it he's got his yeah. like 58 minute left on his gigabyte yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah it's cool. <laughs> on his uh, <laughs> he gave him a little napkin to get that yeah. sweat off his forehead like oh uh, so fine I'll move it on to yeah. you then Matt what film are you wiping from the history oh. books you see, there's, you see, I struggled with this because I was like, I like most films, but I'm going to, this can take explanation, but I really don't like Wedding Crashers with like Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn because yeah. I fucking hate Vince Vaughn. I think he's a prick. I really don't like him. And just the whole storyline is just kind of pointless. I was watching uh, Vince Vaughn mm-hmm. breaks down his best roles on GQ oh, on YouTube. I, <laughs> I like him. I do like Vince Vaughn. I hate I Vince Vaughn. I think he's a knobhead. I, do like I just don't like why, him. Why? I'm intrigued to think. To I, what, just the way he is and the way he like it's just the what's brought oh. this out of you, man? Yeah, I don't know, to be honest. He just kind of played the same person in every He film. does play the same person, he and he's so he's such a boring actor. Like, I think like, you can, his character from Hacksaw Ridge is the same character yeah. from Dodgeball. <laughs> is he in True Detective? I don't, know. I, just don't like, I just think he's a prick. <laughs> I get what you mean with wedding crashes. Well, I mean, if Vince Vaughn somehow ends up listening to this podcast, yeah. oh, oh, sorry, Vince. Uh, only one of us thinks you're. A well, we're going to bring him on if that happens. That's the guest we're not getting. Isn't it? <laughs> no, we are. I want to make it really awkward. Yeah. <laughs> just get them two sat in the room, and just not say anything. <laughs> he just comes in, just staring at him from the corner. So why didn't you invite me to that wedding? <laughs> mid pod, mid podcast, you guys just go, and Vince Vaughn has entered the room and knocked out Matt. <laughs> Have you got a particular Vince Vaughn film that tops the list of hatred? It's got to be that one, isn't it? Yeah, it's that one. It's got to be Wedding yeah, Crashes. Like you see, don't... No, about, I don't. What about Delivery Man, where he's the father to all them kids and then fights yeah. them? No. The see, I'm not... I've not like, watched another Aaron Wilson. Yeah, I'll allow the internship, because the internship's a good film. I just don't like him as a person. He was in Swingers with John Favreau, wasn't he? Yes. I've not watched that. It's weird seeing John Favreau young. If you look at him now on The Mandalorian, it's just weird. Yeah. I find that weird. I just don't like him as a person. I don't think the Wedding Crasher films is just shit. It is a pointless film in a sense, but... It's it's just pointless. I just don't like it. I think he's in it, isn't he? Bradley Cooper's in it. (laughs) He's got really short hair. You don't expect him. I just don't like him. He's just not very nice. Just, just, just some of the stuff I've seen about him. Just don't like him. Just fair enough, mate. Basically, sorry, Vince. Only apologise to Vince. Sorry, Vince. Please come on the podcast. So, Charlie... Yes. What film are you, you know, um, burning? Bloody hell. I've been wanting to burn this film for a long time, but yeah, I'd say episode eight of Star Wars. So, the, is it the, the the Last Jedi one? Oh. The reasoning is because, well, I could have been all three of those. I think we've already oh, discussed this. Sorry to talk about We've Star just Wars, got to be Alex. careful because Alex might be yeah, yeah, time Star this, time this. <laughs> like, we don't need to go on for it forever. But yeah, the reason is, is because, like, we've already mentioned it, but it's like the idea of the story's not original. The, the middle of that film should be a part of the film where you're going to be creating new stories in a sense like in, yeah. in the return of the jedi no what was it what was that Stri- empire strikes back you know they came out with the whole darth vader's luke's father this that yeah. the other had a big battle scene whereas like in that one they reenacted hoth 
they had a, a Death Star, which, you know, well, a, a star, dis- what was it, a planet destroyer or something? Yeah. yeah, it's pretty yeah, much no, the that, same that was thing. No, that was in 7. Yeah, but it's still, I think, I think is it not still in the 7? No, it gets blown up in 7, Well, I think. Where, where are they attacking in, in on the, like, the Hoth base? Thing? It's where the rebels, it's like it's the where the rebels are the hiding. Rebels hiding. Yeah, yeah. all right, okay. My yeah. problem with that, well, I agree. Because it looks very similar. It's very, yeah, it's very, very similar. original trilogy, you know, 4, 5, and 6, and I'll keep this quiet for you, Alex. Yeah. Uh... Is that you know it's kind of the rebels a shit basically they've got no firepower so yeah. they kind of planet hop and can find new bases so obviously when they die return of the Jedi you know the Empire falls and then you go back into the new trilogy it's like the rebels have just become Pretty shit much. again yeah. And yeah just planet hop and you know have to exactly go yeah, there was, yeah there was it, such a global power at the end of Return of the Jedi like the Empire's gone they can yeah. build from everything they're gonna have loads of like support like, oh, and no, then now all of a sudden we had a backup, backup plan, plan. alright yeah, but yeah. then but then as well with Snoke like this geezer Snoke like who the hell was he for like oh, a, he a, was a, so two films two full the films the theory was Mace Windu oh, yeah a Bullshit. Sorry, my language for the podcast, but yeah, it's, it's right, bullshit. But yeah, um, that's that's my reason. But I would happily, quite happily, yeah. just put petrol on all those films and burn them all. You see, like, I quite like, I ruined it. You see, I quite like not to talk, but I quite like those films just because they're such crappy made films. But the way that they've put Ray as the main character, yeah, no, it's really it, good. The, at the moment because it was there's the whole yes. argument that it was just to do to female empowerment and pandering. Mm-hmm. But I definitely think it was needed. But then the whole stuff where they like shoved African Americans in, was like, that, was it Rose? That, Rose, Rose and Finn, Rose and had Finn the most just got pointless part in yeah, that film. Yeah. They kind of they kind of go to a casino and show maybe some political empowerment with kids being yeah. kind of like the slaves, yeah. and because they had to find like the code breaker, which was just completely irrelevant. But you know, yeah. another paycheck for whatever it's Benito del Toro, whatever his name. But you have to remember Star Wars in the original Star Wars, women were empowered in that. You know, Princess Leia was a strong woman in that and like yeah. just show off that she's a strong woman in that and this, that, the other. It's always had a current theme in Star Wars where it's like kind of being inclusive. I think, I think the thing all. the thing with Princess Leia in those in the in the original trilogy They shouldn't have got her in that dress just, in with Jabba yeah. the Hutt. That was I don't think that could probably happen. It just seems that. like it was she was the female like she was a main character but she was like the love interest. Yes, yeah. But she went too far down Star yeah. Wars. Well. But yes, that's the, the reason why yeah, I would burn yeah, them true, is because yeah. they're not original, and they could have made so such a better story and a different storyline to to that than, than what they did, and just copied yeah. over the film already. But yeah. They don't have the first one as well, true. though. But yeah. The film, the, the film I've chosen oh, yeah. to, you know, kind of beat up our everyone's memory. It's a slightly different tone. Mine is Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. The Happy <laughs> okay. I can't explain it. I don't think the acting's that bad. I don't think the stuff. It's just a it, film I fucking detest. <laughs> Every time when I'm at home at Christmas and my family are watching it, I hate the girl. Her, she just annoys me. You know, I just. It's the girl from Matilda, you know, yeah. like kind of. I just want to see you get hit by a New York taxi or something. <laughs> that's Jesus, that's actually a child. Yeah, so basically, you haven't seen it. So the basically, Wait, it's Matilda. Is... You've not seen Matilda. You know, the, 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 girl, the girl, like Matilda, in the same. It's the same. No, no, it's the same era. It's the nineties. Oh, I thought it was the black and white one. No, 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 no. There is two, but there's the nineties one. The story is you kind of a guy appears. And he, he plays like uh, the woman, the mum of the the girl I wanted to get hit by a car. <laughs> She's like she works for I think it's is it Macy's Again. not Macy's yeah Again. Macy's. But it's a like, sorry it's sorry to that little actress who's yeah. probably an adult now. Again, yeah. Again. Vince, Joe Vince wants Vince to kill Vince you. Vince. If you want to come on, please do. <laughs> you and Vince Vaughn tagged it on there. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Alex will just leave the room. <laughs> Put cameras in. <laughs> no, I just oh. she's kind of the head of a department store and they're trying they're trying to employ a Santa, you know, kind of the good mm-hmm. old grotto right. scene. And she employs this man who who appears to actually he was actually Santa, you know, it's oh. uh, one of them, eh? One one of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the story oh. goes on and you know, another department store wants to kind of get in they kind of organise uh, hitting a bit of a hit and run on him, you know, he, he makes <laughs> They make it so Santa beats, up, be, beats up a man <laughs> and he gets arrested. So it's all about the media cry for release Santa Claus. And the ending's just stupid as well. But but, but in, in, in the 
is it every Christmas film you hate, or is it just that one? I think working in Tesco for four mm. years at Christmas, yeah, I've, I've, I've taken a big hatred to Christmas music and customers coming in and and not that festive idea that you go uh, to a shop. You know, I think the yeah. last time I worked at Christmas time, there was a power surge <clears> in Tesco, and all the tails went offline, so they weren't accepting oh, anything. Yeah. So you know, I've. I was given a tray of heroes to go around with all these customers yeah. waiting, saying, do you want a hero? Like, I want you to fix the problem. Right, oh, no, I want I'm, to buy I'm, my shopping. I'm a customer of a stack shelves. I <laughs> Literally, can't mate. fix the checkout problem. I've been the quality street man as well, <laughs> going around going, you want quality street? Some yeah. people are like, oh, yes, thank you. And you get some man with his family turns around and goes, well, I want you to tell me what's wrong and you can fix it. You know, I don't want to fix yeah. it, you know. Well, I'm not getting my pay. My pay bracket isn't to fix it. And B, I don't no. probably know how to fix it. If I'm like I think what the problem was is that <laughs> right. Could I say we've gone so <laughs> off topic? Yeah, we're now talking about fixing tools at Tesco. So let's just let's just bring it back. Right, we're going on Tesco Street. I think we found the boring moderator. <laughs> <laughs> So next question. Oh, hey, if you want to go make a no, podcast yeah. about Tesco, you can do that. <laughs> yeah, you get the Tesco podcast. <laughs> uh, I mean, <laughs> the, t- the Tesco podcast. Oh, I see how it the is. The next question, which <laughs> yeah. I'm going to throw at Charlie, is you're on an island, mm. you know, oh, the plane's crashed, it. only one thing in your suitcase has survived, it's a box set. He's taking a box out on a plane. What? <laughs> so true. He's Wilson's, moving. He's, he's, he's Wilson's moving. Gone. Oh, he's moving. <laughs> Wilson's died. Wilson's died, and you found this box set and, and a TV it. and a plug. <laughs> yeah. And a plug, no electricity. You just plug it in the sand. Yeah. For the best. It's a magical island. Yeah. What series will that be? Um, your wife and family are dead. You're crying. Oh, thank God, I've got this box <laughs> set. What, what, what are you gonna use to? Cry the pain away. Um, oh God, to be honest, I was. I'm gonna pick. This is England. Ooh. Um, and which the, series though? Or the film? I'd put. I'd know. I'd pick the whole thing. I'll pick the whole thing. Oh, the whole of the entire uh, okay. show. Yeah, I won't pick. I won't pick the film. I do like the film. Obviously, it's a film. So I'm gonna pick the TV series. Um, and the reason is because if I'm on a desert island, I'd like to be reminded of England. Oh. Not that obviously England is like that now, but as in you get England the you get the cult- <laughs> you get the cultural aspects of England. What, what Charlie's trying to confess is he's a secret racist. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> this is England isn't racist. You don't see you, you see racist things happening yeah. to it, but it's the yeah, idea yeah. of like saying no, no that's bad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's one of the reasons as well. It's like to remind yourself of like shit that's gone down in the in the past and stuff. Yeah. And, like, be like, I haven't oh, seen this in England. Oh, it's, well, it's good. Is is. Are you talking about the classic "I'm here for the ginge"? Pretty much. That, I mean, that, but that is in the that is in yeah. the series. Yeah, because yeah, that's the only thing I've seen. Is like... The only thing of this is England I've seen is on like Facebook or whatever when you're scrolling through, and then Channel Four just plays random clips. Yeah. It's yeah. a cultural it's journey good. through England back in the day, but it also obviously it, you associate with it because so I've so, only seen the that infamous fight scene where it's mm. like yeah. engines off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's thing, there is some humour in it, but it is quite a dark show to watch. But again, yeah, there's I, some really yeah, dark stuff, in dark it. bits in it, very dark. But as well, it just yeah, it reminds me of England. But it's all, it's also about the, the friendships in it as well. That oh, yeah. like. Uh, forged and broken apart, and then, broke and then forged back again. And it's, it's like loads of journeys. Insane, yeah, yeah. yeah but definitely. it's ju- it's just a whole it's a journey. Listen, mm. I've it's, gone it's, for it's a good similar choice. series. Well, in terms of the Britishness and friendships being forged, mm. I've gone for Top Gear. Oh, <laughs> original, interesting. The original <laughs> BBC <laughs> Top Gear. No, no fucking Matt LeBlanc or Freddie Flint off. You know, yeah, not Freddie Flint's not bad, by the way. No, he's not Jess, bad, uh, but that lot, they're never gonna. No, no one would ever top. I, I, I like the Grand Tour now over the current Top Gear. Yeah, you know? Just, me too. It's something you can always watch. Like the, I don't know how many times I've watched like the Burma special. The jokes don't. Vietnam get special, yeah. so good. Vietnam, well, they're all on the mates. That's the thing. The favourite scene of my Vietnam one is where. Jeremy's arriving late at night and you just hear I'm the most miserable human being yeah. alive just going well, up on this little vest d- would you would you take the entire box set or just the specials no I, I, I would the say box set because, that because I don't because think you could got... watch a random episode like where they test your test drive yeah, before 9-11 again well, yeah. well, they, have, they have the, spe- like, <coughs> the specials within an episode where they have to uh... <laughs> just sneezed <laughs> everywhere sorry guys <laughs> where they have to build their own uh, what do you call it? Like camper vans, and Jeremy makes the block of flats yeah, and takes true, them down yeah. to Cornwall. And you look at that episode where they, um, you know, how they had the Toyota Hilux. 
Oh yeah, the destroyable. Try and destroy it. That's just in a random. And then they make their uh, they make that car as well, which has well, got like a diesel the, generator um, in the back. The, um, it's like yeah. Mach One summer, and it's and like the, the hover van for the yeah. the Reliant Robin out of a into a space shuttle. Yeah. The only thing is, though, obviously, when when you're a bit younger, you don't really realise it, but. You know, a lot of it is staged. Like you, got, you yeah, can't, you oh, can't, yeah. you can't. I mean, oh, yeah. it adds to the humour. Don't get me wrong, but still, like when you're younger, you're like, oh my god, I can't believe we got away with that. But then when you get older, you're like, all oh, right, yeah, yeah. this staging is getting. Because sometimes in the grand tour, I would say that the staging gets a bit ridiculous. You're like, yeah, okay, yeah. that's my like one thing. On I, ever since I kind of studying a degree amount on film, or you get more yeah. involved, like knowledgeable of the industry, you do think that's not real. And yeah, that's not real. You yeah, know? yeah. Why? Well, I think sometimes I like I'd like to ask them, is it real? Like obviously, you know, sometimes when they go to hospital, mm-hmm. is that staged? When like on the Burma one, where Richard Hammond falls off a horse. Oh, that's not staged. Yeah. Has to go. It's it's definitely all not the staged. all the bit where they're trying to in the desert. Yeah, and, and James Bay yeah, concussion. Yeah, that's that's yeah. real. And then they come they come up to him and they're just in burgers. God, <laughs> oh god, some of the stuff that they do. Which is almost like you look like a gay terrorist, not like a gay cowboy. Yeah, that's the one. That um, entire like Middle East special is a bit. The BBC was a bit dodgy, stepping on yeah. thin ice. Yeah. Then again, they did over, they there. overstepped the line with the Patagonia one. That's yeah, the, one, the um, the bridge over the, the river. Bridge over the river. Yeah. Oh, oh, when when Jezza says that horrible yeah. comment yeah. on the bridge. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Then they get all the like the Yeah, that's a bad one. Thing is, he had a estate. He had a. Like a stake in Top Gear, so he yes, kind of yeah, he had control, and I think if that... you, I think if if you try like trying to not ignore the mm. bad things that went on, I do think it is a show where it is three guys, and there is a yeah. lot of there's a lot classic of friendships as well, yeah. James May, and it's and... very it's, you can easily quite say you know if you don't like it, don't watch it as well. Yeah, like, that's another point. The like, best bits like the, the, the Peugeot drive a bit where they're just like they're all Jeremy and James are driving around in Peugeots and they're just taking the piss out of Peugeot to be like maniac, yeah. yobbo. <laughs> and then and then what was the one where the right reliant Robin is driving around Sheffield? Yeah, that's great. He, falls, he just over. falls over all the time, <laughs> skidding across. The I, think, I like the ones where they sometimes you know have like Australian Top Gear on and they made them drive upside down because they did double-decker yeah. car yeah. <laughs> and they arrive in a prison van yeah I think there's some of the stuff they did that yeah. was really stupid where they had to try and cross the channel in cars yes that's yeah. happened a few times that oh Jay rubbing your foot on there it picks it up does it yeah. sorry just just saying just rub it on him instead he likes that yeah, well we've got the moderator <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying we interrupt yeah, we'll that bit, we right? interrupt this story for an anecdote <laughs> So Carry on now, now that I've been in, no, now that Toppy is over, uh, Alex, what box set are you finding in the somewhere in the sand? In the, the rubble. Island? Peep show. Oh, nice. Yeah. Peep show. Keeps you entertained. I just love it. it, and it's one of them things that you can watch a random episode, and it. Yeah, you don't it, need they, to follow. They are all linked, obviously, but then if you, I mean, I think I've watched it about eight times. Yeah. Now. Um, and obviously, when you get to that, you just you watch a random episode and you just know what happens. Well, yeah, I don't yeah. know. It's just, and also, if you watch all nine series in a row, by the time you've got to the end of the last one, you've forgotten everything that's happened in the nine. Yeah, before, so yeah, you just true. Watch it it's a good show. It's it a good is show. a good show. I just like I like um, I do like David Mitchell and Robert Webb. Mm. And um, we watched the Rip Mitchell and Webb look. I like the Mitchell. I Webb think that's that's a good show. I think I Pete like show that. the Pete show was like kind of one of its kind at the start. Yeah, um, I, I do think mm. I do have to say doing. though that like the um, final couple of seasons, like it just got a bit. Obviously, they were getting old, and like I don't know. I think the fact that it had got it worked so well, I think because of the time that it was set, like early two thousand, early mid two thousands, and then mm. also as well, they'd all gone on to do other mm. stuff. By the time the last se- season came out, so I think they were did, too. Did he start I think in... they were too well known. Like, and um, if you look at it, Olivia Coleman's gone. That's basically yeah. one of the first things she did, and she's Oscar now. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, no, it's true. And I also, they've now done what I like well to you. Yeah, true. Yeah, I didn't realize what. It oh, was what the favorite? Yeah, I remember, yeah, I remember seeing weird. a scene of it, and I was like, I didn't realize that. That's yeah, it's a weird film. The favorite is. It is. But it, it was like, weird. it's weird that it won an Oscar for like Best Actress and everything, although she is amazing, mm-hmm. isn't it? But the film, like, if you described that film, like the plot of like, that film to people, you wouldn't think it would be like Oscar nominated. Yeah. Be like, 
And it's mad. It's a bit of a bizarre film. It's mad because she hasn't really been in loads of films. Not that that deserves to be Oscar nominated, but still, it's like. Yeah, she's more a TV show person. Yeah, she just came out of nowhere, that, didn't it? Yeah. She was in Hot Fuzz. Hot Fuzz, yeah. It's that sex pest. It's like that sex pest police officer, wasn't it? She's saying loads of innuendos all the time. Midnight Gobble. your perfect Sunday? I don't know, I quite like a Midnight Gobble. <laughs> like, oh, you cheeky fucker! Yeah. <laughs> you cheeky bastard! Right. So the, the best thing about that is the fact that it's it's always when she says stuff like that, it's always paired with that old man. Like when she goes, yeah. like, don't know, but like he just goes, cocks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cheers for that. Yeah. Is it, uh, Andy, don't worry, it's just bolognese. <laughs> just bolognese. <laughs> like a little girl on girl, don't we? Yeah. I know. What's yeah. Up. Um, you see, mine's. I had a tough choice with this because there's two that I want to pick, but I'm going to pick the one that I've watched the most, which is How I Met Your Mother, okay. which okay. is obviously everyone. It's it splits people like that because it is just friends but remade with different people. But I've, I've watched I watched that for like years and I've watched it like six or seven times, and I just love it just because of the way the story is and just the way it's like. I like to sit there and point out like who I think who out of my friends is, and as I watch it, just be like, "Oh, that's that person, that's that person." I think, Jesus, I think it's better than Friends. I think it's better than Friends. I, I've actually don't. watched all of it, but my, my sister went through a stage of constantly watching it. So oh, every time I kind of walked through the living room and it's on TV, and sometimes I kind of st- sat mm. downstairs and watched a few episodes, like Slaps Given. Yes, that's, I like so that. Good. Uh, I, I do think Friends is good, but I do think Harry Met Your Mother is a bit more me. Do you think Friends is generational, though? I think that's the issue sometimes. Yeah, yeah when I listen to my parents speak about Friends. Like, it was massive. That was a global, like, thing that it wasn't just, like... The whole cliffhanger, if you know, was, like, Rachel you're going to get off the plane. Yeah. Obviously, now I watched it, and it's like, you go straight on to the next episode. Yeah. yeah. Then, you know, it was the classic... Oh, it's is, weekly, is, isn't it? Is Jon yeah. Snow going to do this? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I've it's got... the whole thing, it? I'm not a massive fan of Friends, even though I remember being on telly quite a lot, this, that, the other, but I didn't. I never really thought it was like really funny. Maybe that's just my humour leans more towards English humour. I don't know. I think there's a difference between American mm. and English humour. Even yeah. though Always Sunny is one of my favourite shows ever, and I probably would have decided to take that if not for This Is England. But still, I still think there's a bit, bit of a difference in humour. That's why I said I'd, yeah, yeah, I'd prefer to watch The Peep Show over Friends, if I'm honest, just because it's mm. like British humour. and it's like yeah. it, You associate to it better than... You would with friends, you do, yeah. yeah and there is that kind really of thing of like the added laughter. Yeah, the laugh tracks is the only yeah. thing that I hate about yeah. it. Just because yeah. sometimes they'll like make a joke and you just kind of go, <laughs> yeah. And it's hilarious the laugh track, and you're like, oh, okay. That's very American, that though, isn't it? That well, it's like an always sunny in Philadelphia where they yes. do old lady house and they add the laughing, and they're all like, well, I like them because it tells me when I need to laugh. Yeah, yeah, mm. <laughs> yeah. So it is, but yeah, that's why I, I'd just pick yeah. How I Met Your Mother just because it's nine seasons, so it's long, and it's 24 episodes, 20 yeah. minute episodes, so it's like it would take me a while, and hopefully by the time. Make it sound like by the time we've, you know. Yeah, by the time I get you to watch season three. season, then that's it, you're dead. Yeah, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, in terms of by the time yeah, I get the to. End. Like, Maybe I should have picked Coronation. <laughs> <laughs> by the time I get to season three, hopefully I would have been rescued by then, you know yeah. what I mean? Maybe. So, out of curiosity, what was the second one? What were you? Uh, fresh meat. Yeah. Okay. Yes, yeah, I like that. I fresh that. meat, just because obviously it's relatable to uni students and everything, and it is just you can watch it again and again and again and again because each episode, although there is a reoccurring thread mm-hmm. going through it, like the episode where they go to the march for the cuts in London. And they're all on different bits, and like JP's trying to, trying to find meet, the rugby meet his posh friends. <laughs> yeah. And at the very end, yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. at the very beginning, he's like, ah, oh, I don't like these rough people. And at the very end, he's like, I only came to watch the fucking rugby. <laughs> and he's I, just going mental. I love and the people start that as well. Like the final yeah. episode, and it's like, so JP's like, so how long is it going to take you back to, to get back to Glasgow, Howard? He's like, I don't live in Glasgow. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's a bit Yorkshire. I don't live in Glasgow. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I just go around the corner with my mum and dad as well. I find myself coming back to Fresh Me. I just, I just like this. The seasons where I like, like I like uh, Kingsley in season one. Do you like? Yeah. And then yeah. despise, like despise, despise well. him in season two, where he gets kind of like, yeah. so and he's out with Heather because I yeah. hate yeah. Heather's yeah. character. Yeah. I just hate female characters. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> You no, heard it here first, yeah. Vod's my favourite. 
sing you in 10 years' time. But we all, we all like know film people out. like that. We all know people like an Oregon whose real name is Melissa and they tried yeah. to create their own character to come to uni. I, I was really like the whole JP, Josie storyline. Yeah. How it's constantly like up mm. and down. It's a, such yeah. a continuous storyline as well because obviously like at the start of the first Yeah, they hook up and then it gets through and then they she goes to confess her feet spoilers to anybody who's listening because I haven't watched it. She <laughs> goes to confess her feelings and then they miss each other and then she's shagging JP and it's just like Yeah, yeah. he's like, Come on and it's like, like Stop yeah. shagging him <laughs> But it is a whole thing of like he is a posh knob but he does have like notions and it's, I just really like fresh meat because yeah. it's just relatable yeah so the scene where his friend Giles comes off yeah and he's like saying like talking about the north and stuff. Stuff. Yeah. yeah it's like in the north it's like the northerners like yeah. a wild gun dog the land of the 50p pints yeah well you come to York and it's about £5.40 yeah. yeah and he walks he walks <laughs> to the wrong places Sam Smith pubs he walks up to that guy who's like yeah. putting shopping in his no, car no Sam Smith's See, that's, that's someone from Bristol not knowing that. I'm not from Bristol. Yeah. Get, from some, Bristol. get some taddy lagers down, you mate. Two pound a pop, pretty much. They've incre- they have to increase their prices. Right, I'm not going anymore then. That's it. Oh my God. Oh my God. What is happening? Right. <laughs> I think a taddy lager went down to like two pounds. I was Tesco's last week, Joe. Shut up. But yeah, it's the whole thing. take to an island. Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Class film. Class film. It is a good film. It is. I just love it. I can quote it like word for word pretty much. If I, I watched it, it's annoying. I haven't but, seen yeah. it for a while. My only query so I good. I'm not a fan of the end. Not, not in terms of like the yeah, ending of the no, story. Yeah. Just where you kind of have to do the reoccurring battle. I just think it's a little... But it's a whole video game thing. But you're yeah. also, the thing is with it as well, you forget like... F- there's so many famous people in it. Yeah. Like Chris Evans is in it. Captain America's in it. Captain oh, America. Audrey Plaza's in it. Audrey Plaza. Like, Brie Larson. Captain Marvel's in it. And Superman's in it. And well, Michael Cera. Yeah, that sounds Zira. like DC. Film and Marvel films. Yeah. And Andre, Anna Kendrick. I've seen it, yeah. It's good. Mary yeah, Elizabeth Winstead, who's now dating Ewan McGregor. Mm. It's that, the star, such a star-studded cast. I follow Edgar Wright on Instagram. Edgar Wright as well. When it, it had its like, Zoom anniversary, it. didn't it? Yeah, and he, he was, they did he, the whole he, thing. He did yeah. like a month of just posting pictures from the shoe. And they filmed it in Canada, didn't Yeah, they filmed it in Toronto, yeah. So it's like everyone just... But they also, for, that, for the anniversary, they did a Zoom call. All of like, the cast, apart from a few people, did a Zoom call and they read the entire script and basically did it in like yeah. a massive Zoom call like they did for the Lord of the Rings yeah. thing. Uh, cool. I think my favourite scene of that is the the bass guitar battle. Yeah, the bass guitar yeah, battle. Well, like the vegan police coming at the end. Yeah. Of yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. TV vegan eyes. <laughs> it was just <laughs> stupid. <laughs> like, Delato's not vegan. Smoking egg, bitch. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> But yeah, the whole thing with that, and then if you get over the fact that it is a comic book, and it's des- it's like filmed to be a comic book, and yeah. the, all the stuff with that—that's how they should be filmed, though. To be yeah. honest, that's how it should. Be. A comic book should be filmed. So, Mister, but it is really good. I really, enjoy- I thought I'd bring that as well as. So, my desert island would be Scott Pilgrim, Fresh Meat, and How About Your Mother. So, Mister Grumpy, brilliant. Not grumpy. You've uh, you've finished Peep Show in the box set. You've stumbled across. Another suitcase. You open the suitcase. You know, there's a DVD line in there. Scrooge. <laughs> <laughs> What's the DVD? On the Grinch. Yeah. About time. Ooh, that is such a good film. I just like it. It's one of those films that it takes you through all the emotions. You know, mm. like, and I think everyone can kind of relate to him at the start, being that awkward. Mm. Person that well, no, the bit with Margot no, Robbie, no, you got a crush on someone and you want to tell yeah, them, yeah. and then everyone, everyone has a point in their time where, in their life where they're like, I wish I could just go back mm. and change that, and then, um, Bill Nye, yeah, Bill Nye, yeah, yeah, yeah. Margot, Margot, Margot Robbie, Margot yeah. Robbie, Bill Nye, yeah. it's the fact, it's the consequences, as well. not the consequences, but it's the fact that like, and then the bit as well, time like, traveling. The, when his second child's born, yeah, and, and he has to say goodbye to his dad. In between mm. the second and his first child. Spoiler alert! Oh yeah, yeah spoiler alert! That and does. then it's like that. No bit. one's going to listen to this podcast. They're going to be like, "What? Sorry." <laughs> and then that bit where they like go all the way back to time and then mm. running along the beach and stuff, and that, yeah. that bit makes me cry. But it's time. yeah, like like, like <laughs> you mentioned. <laughs> it's there. We go. Uh, I, I do like the scene in about time where. Uh, there's like the little montage where they're like constantly in the tube station. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's like a, a busker singing. Yeah, how long I, I love you. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah it's good. 
good. But it's the whole bit of this is going to sound really like weird. It comes out, but it's the whole bit where he first has sex with her, and, and he, he comes, redoes and it. he redoes it every. He does it like three times, and he keeps getting better and better and better. It's <laughs> well, just like him, everybody wants yeah, to do that. Him, let's be honest. He's like, he's like um, actually doing it. Yeah. Then, so he's yeah, yeah. tired, obviously, and then. Yeah, yeah it's but good. then, but you, you've got to admit that like, every time, one time you've like had sex and you've gone, that was really shit. I wish I could go back and do this and this and yeah. this. Is that just me being weird? I wish I'd done this and this and this. How much is on your list, mate? The scene after where her parents come. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, are you two having sex? He's like, not oral. That's what Alex can relate to. Alex just walks up and he's like, not oral. It's a good film. Yeah. So sad. I think, you know, if I'm, if the plane's crashed and I've stumbled out, you know, I've watched all Top Gear, you know, I'm fed up with Jeremy Clarkson. You wouldn't, be, you wouldn't be if it was your favourite, though. No, no. I need, a, I, need a, <laughs> I need a break from the relationship. Yeah. And I'm picking Beverly Hills Cop. Oh, God. Wow, that's <laughs> out there. That is out there. Yeah. That is out there. It is just one of that... I think after one of, thought about my answer, I was thinking, you know, do I pick my favourite film? Cause like, or do I pick a film that I can just re-watch all the time? And yeah, yeah. yeah. And that Beverly Hills Cop is just a film... I love. Which one is Beverly Hills Cop? Has it got in Eddie Murphy? Eddie Murphy. He play, right. He's from like he's a cop from Detroit, and he goes to there's three there's three of them. But, Who else is in that? Uh, what's he called? Oh, what's his name? Judge Reinhold. Judge Reinhold. As a child. <laughs> uh, it's not it's not a massively famous yeah. cast, but it's it's just funny. It's just a funny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it came out like around the era of like when Lethal Weapon and all that was coming out yeah, as well, yeah, wasn't it? it was that sort of like uh, was that Police Academy time as well? Yeah, Police Academy, well, Police Academy's been around for about sixty yeah. years. But we have like, to go back to our old correspondent Charlie. Being twenty five. When did this come out? Yeah, yeah. Jesus. Uh, is that the one that they've remade, like Beverly Hills Chihuahua? No. Or is that something no, different? That's, that's just a dog in Beverly Hills. No, but this one's Never mind. just about a, a kind of a Detroit cop who comes mm. to, obviously, California, LA, where it's all glam mm. and stuff, and it's just some nitty-gritty comedy detective work in. It's just, it's just funny. Yeah, it's a film yeah. I can always watch. Watch all the time, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's understandable. Sure. I like Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy's made some when he was in his prime. Yeah. Not that he's not in his prime anymore. I still think he's in his prime. You yeah, know? I don't think he's, he's really in, in any yeah. roles. He didn't really. I don't think he wants to do any roles. He, he did got, one no. thing for Netflix, which I haven't seen. He's got like fifteen oh, yeah. kids on it or something. Yeah, yeah did he pays. Who's he paying child support to? Everyone in Hollywood, Everyone. I think. <laughs> Alex, Alex is getting some. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think oh, I think yeah, he's that busy with all his children that he just barely does anything anymore. Did one. Something yeah. like that. I didn't know. I remember. Oh it yeah, it was sex tuplets, wasn't it, or something? It was, it was something that... like that. Yeah, because it was. No, was that him? Wasn't it like Dolomite? Yeah, yeah, it's that yeah. something like that. Yeah. Dolomite. Oh no, sex tuplets. That um, the guy, what's his name? The one, the Marlin one. That. He's, he's yeah, had some controversial role. He did Norbit, didn't he? Where he yes. played, he played a Chinese man, didn't he? Yeah. In Norbit? Yeah. I thought, yeah. I thought Dolomite he was just playing... Dolomite is my name. Dolomite is my name. That's what it was. But I thought he was just playing... Google, um, Google who's set, what, set, Black who's people in, in those films. Pardon? I didn't know he played... I wonder if there's a pressure from fans to keep going. Because <laughs> there are probably certain series where, you know, it might just be a one, like a two to three season show. But because it gets so much kind of love and it gets so much hype, you maybe make two more seasons and maybe they aren't as good because you initially had it as a short series, you know. Mm. If you think about, like, sex sex education, you know, does that show work once they kind of graduate sixth form? Yeah, mm. true. Unless they just completely get rid of everybody and start again with a new new cast. And that's, yeah. New, yeah, in a sense, they could do it that way. It's but... like a bit of it kind of uh, reminds me of, like, Glee, if you ever watched Glee. Obviously, it was kind of based in a school and then it does go downhill once the main people all graduate and some like some go to New York and some go to other kind of universities around and you think it was kind of about a glee club at a school when as soon as it kind of leaves that school and you try and have to do it differently that's that's my opinion anyway they do you do see reasons why they go downhill when it which is a dramatic change and maybe they should have stopped at a certain point rather than try and 
fade it out because some shows are better when there is just like a sudden you know yeah stop. and it's probably very hard to get keep these get keep these actors been there for six or seven seasons anyway if you've got your main actor there and it's you're like right you're, you've got to have seven years with me while we're doing this full tv series yeah. they're going to be limited to other stuff so that's why james bond is like this is my uh, james bond daniel craig's like this is my last james bond because he's like i barely make anything else you know what i mean mm. so it's mm. it's it's definitely benefit for, for for the actors as well to leave yeah it's that as well as obviously when like steve Carell when he first started the office he wasn't I don't think he was such a, like a massive household name, and then when he left, he was he was in like the Forty Year Old Virgin. He was actually becoming like an actual massive name, mm. and I think that happens a lot as well. Like at the beginning of Game of Thrones, Kit Harrington wasn't a big name, and yeah. now he is a big name. I think that's that's a that's a ploy that they have for like pilots. I think that they usually. I imagine maybe this is how it works. I don't know in those sort of things to take to not take massive risks. They'll have one big actor which would be Sean Bean, for example, in Game of Thrones, the first season. And then they'll pay loads of actors that aren't very big just because they don't want to run the risk. And then they'll build the profile through through the, 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 the series. So, like, you know, I think I think that's a good idea. If you're going to set something off, you, you want to get one main big actor, maybe, if you can, pull some mm. strings and then have a few small actors so you pay them less. Yeah, I'd definitely say Game of Thrones was kind of... It was definitely, you know... Sean Bean and Mark Addy were probably the two, mm. yeah, the, the probably the two A-lists. Uh, and Lena Headley, who plays Cersei, she yeah, she'd been in a few things, but I don't think she was like a household name like they all are now. You know? Yeah. Uh, but yes, yeah, like it's like it's always sunny in Philadelphia. They got told to cast like Danny DeVito and Rob. Yeah. They all said no at the start, yeah. and then they said it's either you cast him or we're going to cancel you. So, like, we'll take Danny DeVito then. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Would you do that, Joe? If someone was like, right, you've got to play an actor that you might not want to do, that you might not want to have, sorry, and then they, they're like, you can have a season for it. Or would you be like, stick to your guns and be like, no? <laughs> I think it depends the context, because I think the context of It's Always Sunny with DeVito was obviously Danny DeVito is a funny actor, you know, you could, you could definitely, he definitely would fit into It's Always Sunny. But I think their point was it wants to be kind of them getting to success. Mm. Uh, But I think it would depend on the context of, you know, I think comedy is probably harder because I think it's probably easier to ruin comedy than it might be to say ruin a drama series in a way. Yeah. Uh, you know, because I think it's probably easier to be able to play off a dramatic, maybe, you know, like the, I always say this to my family because they always watch kind of the same regurgitated, like, BBC crime drama. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like, it's if it's not the bodyguard, it's something with a deadline duty, Lewis, <laughs> Luther. It's the murders. Oh, same God. thing, but just, like, <laughs> recast. Mm. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I think it'd probably be easier to put a character in there than maybe bring a completely new character into comedy. Because mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. I and I think a lot of the time they have is it like in the office and Parks and Rec they'll have I think uh, Chris Pratt's character was only meant to be like in a one one episode. Yeah. But they loved him so much, you know he. He became a main character. He, this guy, the guy that did Office US, it's him again, isn't it? Pax and Rec, isn't it? Greg Daniels again. That's where it is. That makes yeah. Pax. Yeah, it's the same person. Yeah. Very similar, isn't it? It's very similar, like how it's filmed and stuff. But it's funny. <laughs> so, Chris, just be, just out of curiosity, you picked, <laughs> obviously, Lost and Band of Brothers. Mm. Uh, are they, is one of, is Band of Brothers your favourite series? Or is it just one you thought you oh, Well, yeah, that's... Bad Brothers, that's what I've written down here. Yeah, probably is my favourite series. Um, either that or uh, Breaking Bad. I was absolutely glued to Breaking Bad. Um, yeah. But the, uh, I'd bring that one. Band of Brothers, yeah, that'd be on the island with me. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm one of those people who are yet to see Breaking Bad. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm like you, Joe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Watch Breaking Bad. <laughs> it's like I think everyone says this. It's on my list. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. There's so many things on my list to watch. It's, like, it's a commitment. Like you really have to stick with it. But it's because um, people don't like the first season for some reason. I, yeah. I like it all. I think it all works. 
Um, but like, you just got to stick with it, and it gets kind of like, it gets weird. And, and the character development in that is like sick. Um, so yeah, definitely give that a watch. Yeah, definitely. Has anyone seen Prison Break? No. Uh, again, I've not watched that one now. Because I've heard that is really good, but then gets bad because they make like another season and there's only so many kind of concepts you can do with escaping a prison. There's yeah. <laughs> yeah. so many times you can escape a prison. Yeah. So it's like if they made a sequel to Shawshank and then made a third one, it's like, he's probably going to escape. Definitely, definitely. Uh, so, Charlie, do you want to give us... Yes. All right, I'll give you some more. I think I've got it. I've sent you a message. I think I've got it. I think I've got it. Send me a message. Let me have a look quickly. Oh, are you sure, mate? Are you sure? I think so. Okay. I think I know who it is. Can we ask questions? Can we have the two uh, next next two hints? I'll give you the next two, yeah. I'm going to give you a nice one and a hard one. So, The Big Bounce in 2004 and... Snatch in two thousand. Oh. Can I ask? Can I ask a question and you either answer yes or no? I'm, I'll decide if I'll answer yes or no. Is acting the only thing that he's known for? <laughs> no. I don't know who it is. Oh. <laughs> I thought I had it with Gone in 60 Seconds, but the person I've put down isn't in Snatch. No. Uh-uh. I don't hate this person, do I? Uh, I don't think so. Oh, okay, so it's not the person that I've written down. <laughs> My question was going to be, does he steal the Declaration of Independence? But it's not. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not him, mate. Uh, right, so is that, am I ever put now? Is that, is that seven, in it? Shall I give you one more? Yeah. Yeah. All right, I'll give you one more. Uh, Euro trip in 2004. God, he was around in 2004. It might be this guy then. No clues, that's it. You're done. <laughs> well, I've given you a clue with Alex's. I think I think I know. Oh, wait, acting's not the only thing he doesn't do. Oh, God. I hate you, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> Last time it was too easy with Michael Caine, and now that's what I thought. I was like, yeah, it's not this. <laughs> oh god, right? Who's in Mean Machine and who's in Snap? Oh, tough. I don't want to say anybody because last last time I said an answer too quickly and it was wrong. I just got I got rinsed by from it. Well done. I'd say whilst we're Trying to get our heads about this. Chris, do you want to speak a little bit about Hot and Bothered and kind of say what that's about? Um, yeah, sure. So um, just kind of what I was saying earlier. So aside from the freelance and stuff, um, I've just been sick of my own sanity, been trying to um, produce as much as possible and keep myself busy. Um, and I'm like slowly becoming more interested in like the uh, justice movement and like social you know justice movements and stuff um so i thought i'd interview like activists and stuff from around the world about kind of like what they're doing and how are they kind of like keeping the movement alive and um and, and things like that to, to you know spread awareness and stuff yeah because um, i realized like on instagram there are like loads of like amazing youth people doing this mm-hmm. um so, uh, so that's kind of the idea, really. Just kind of jump on a podcast with these people, talk about what they're doing, um, and kind of try and make it as inclusive as possible. So, people from like, you know, the global south, uh, people from uh, island nations and stuff that are like um, affected by climate change, like firsthand. So it's quite like um, quite difficult for people like in England to like. Mm-hmm. Um, to see the effects of climate change firsthand. Mm. So if we can like talk to these people. And as well, I think if, if in the sake of this podcast, if I was to sit there um, with just myself or a friend and talk about the climate justice issues, it might kind of be a little bit like one-sided. Yeah. Uh, don't want to get like as many diverse voices as possible. Nice. Um, and that's kind of the idea really, yeah. So hot and bothered. Um, 
obviously it, the climb's getting hot and we're bothered, but <laughs> I, 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 went, I could have done a bit better research really because hot and bothered obviously is like colloquial as well for like sexually attracted or sexually attracted. So I think this is probably like you market research. And when you search for podcasts called hot and bothered, there's like loads yeah. of erotic podcast <laughs> um, but it, you know I don't know take one listen and you know you'll find that mine isn't quite that so yeah definitely I can imagine people looking for it like oh I can't wait for some of this and then ah oh, <laughs> so, um, ice caps melting that's not really yeah. me on yeah I think, <laughs> I think I think maybe one day we might release some of the prototype names we came up with for this podcast yeah, it was some I don't think we'd be. I don't think we'd be allowed to have some of them, to be honest, mate. Uh, it's um, it's it's hard though, isn't it, to come up with like the right name? Like, do you know how much work goes into it, like behind the scenes, to like get some off the ground, like. Absolutely. We like you know names and like. We were sat here thinking of names, weren't we? And then, like, literally type in a name that we thought of and be like, no, it can't have that. There's about four other podcasts that have that name, and yeah. then all sorts but yeah i think we are the only podcast away no i think it's a good name you got like a nice like little thing there we're getting yeah, yeah. it's good getting there hopefully but yeah, yeah we'll, we'll definitely uh put links on social media to hot and bothered for yeah to listen to uh, can i can I ask as well chris with the the uh rts award you won one last year didn't you yeah, yeah. Did you did does anything like do you get anything as in like for future careers? In in does like does anyone like be like, Oh, you won the RTS for that, like here's some work almost or do you know what I mean? Like what, what goes on with that? Um, like I, I won it and then uh, apparently because uh, I was unable to make the actual awards night, unfortunately. Mm. Um so that would have been a good place to go and network, obviously. Like um, oh, yeah. People were there, like wanting to, you know, exchange numbers or whatever. But um, to be honest, nothing really came of that. It just looks nice on the CV. Um, yeah. <laughs> and oh, yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But, Congratulations. That was a good film. That one. Ah, uh, cheers. The bodybuilder. Yeah, the bodybuilder. Mm, yeah. Really good. Yeah. Enjoyed that. No, it's, it's, uh, it's, I just always thought with that, like RTS, you might just because it's the Royal Television site. It sounds so like established. Yeah. You'd get some, yeah, you'd get you'd get like I don't know someone be like right here's my contact details buddy buddy blah like you were saying you might have got that if you were there but I thought even after they might have like reached out to you and been like look that was really good maybe something else you know I don't I don't know yeah nothing really like work wise came of it but maybe I could have you know I think not being there was uh, that that was my fault to be fair I should have really been there. Um, but like yeah, in future, it still just gives you a bit more credibility and 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 that kind of thing. So it's still yeah, worth it. So yeah. And have you got any uh, films like that you're thinking of doing soon? Like any independents coming up? Or? Yeah. Um. Got like a the, again with like the climate change thing. So like I'm doing like a short piece on uh, urban foraging in oh, London. Nice. Um. Which is like if you don't know, it's it's kind of like. Um, to be fair, I'm, to I'm just researching it still. But there's these people that go around uh, London and cities around the world and like find like ingredients and stuff from like um, nature, wherever that's growing in the city. Um, and then they they kind of learn about that, take it all and book with it and teach people about like what's growing in the neighborhood. Um, so that'll just be a short like five minute piece. But yeah, just something to look forward to and plan and. and Mm. and how's like all the extension rebellion going on as in footage wise is that like cause you, are you bringing in are you bringing another film out for that or yeah I, uh, yeah so i went to um uh la like end of 2019 and mm. i recorded some stuff with uh, extinction rebellion out there um and they were it was like demonstrating against um like in oil um yeah. oil mm. like mm-hmm. They called it like a facility where they stored oil and it was like leaking everywhere and stuff. Okay. Uh, and then it was like poisoning like neighborhoods. And okay. there was one time where people had to like get 
um, evacuated and stuff. So that was some really passionate, like, people in the neighbourhood talking about, like, banning and shutting down this oil. Uh, so, yeah. So, like, um, yeah, so that's that's coming out soon. Do you... I'm just drawn to people who are, like, really, like, passionate about stuff. So mm. Um, mm. whether it's the climate justice movement or bodybuilders or... I think there's something about, like, seeing, like, really passionate people. Um, yeah. Can be just, like, quite inspiring to watch. Yeah, definitely. Do you have... Well, by the sounds of it, are you more in favour of kind of factual over non-factual, like, scripted? Um, I think... Um, I, I don't know, to be fair, because I've looked... I've, I've got a lot of scripts and stuff, and I'd like to, um, you know, make some some fictional short pieces and stuff. Um, but what, like why I do a lot of documentaries, obviously, like I say, I'm, I'm interested in people, but um, I think budget ruins or, or can kind of like be the downfall of like a lot of uh, fictional pieces. Yeah. Uh, and currently I can't afford to make a good fictional piece really and hire yeah. a cinematographer mm. for this and hire someone for that yeah. and have time to spend on it. Uh, whereas documentary, even though it still requires a budget and it still requires a lot of preparation and stuff like that, it's not as like, I, I just, I find it a bit more achievable to mm -hmm. do by mm -hmm. myself. Mm -hmm. um, but that's the only reason. But in the future, hopefully, if a few of my documentaries get me a bit more credibility to apply for funds and apply for things like that, mm -hmm. then I can hopefully make some more fictional stuff. Do you have a, a favourite documentary? Oh, now you're testing me. I, I, I love my documentaries. Um, probably, to be fair, Exit Through the Gift Shop. Um, that's a crafty one. That's about Banksy. Uh, um, like a filmmaker who followed Banksy around. And it, it, it's kind of, it was meant to be about Banksy, but it, the documentary kind of like, uh, it shifted focus onto this uh, crazy guy who like, yeah, just was obsessed with Banksy. Um, and then became an artist of his own called Mr. Brainwash. Um, okay. It's, mate, give it a watch, it's close. Yeah, I'll definitely watch that, it sounds well good. Yeah. Is that also one of the reasons why you prefer making documentaries is the fact that it can shift really easily? Like you can start off filming like about Extinction Rebellion and then yeah. you tail off and you find somebody else that's got a different story and all that. Yeah, like it's, um, it's just a bit of fun, like, for the filmmaker as well to, like, go through that process. And, like, you meet so many people through it. Um, and then, obviously, the film comes together in the edit, um, which is, again, like, quite an exciting part of it. Sometimes quite an annoying part of it, because it would be nice to sit down and piece it all together. But you've got to, like, um, you know, you've pieced together the script and the story from all the footage that you've gathered, um, which could have taken months to gather, you know. So it's... It can be a long process, but um, yeah, I think there's still, even though it's documentary, people seem to think there's less creativity in that. Um, but I think that, you know, there's just as much on, you could argue, more creativity. It, anyway, it depends how you want to go about it, but it, yeah. there's definitely a lot of stuff to play with um, and, and it's fun to do. Mm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think one of my favourite documentaries, uh, has anyone seen Blackfish? Yeah, that's yeah, 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 that's a good one. That's yeah, good I one. think uh, it came out in 2016, but I still think, you know, it, it is. You obviously hear about the stuff that happens at SeaWorld, uh, but this kind of, it just completely puts it into perspective of what, how serious it is. And, you know, the fact that I think at the end, the most powerful thing is that like SeaWorld refused to be part of it. Yeah. yeah. At the end on a, I think on, at the end on a black screen, it just comes up with SeaWorld refused or something. Yeah. Uh, and I agree with Chris, you know, the creativity comes across in documentaries in terms of kind of how you get it across to people. Yeah. You know, yeah. it is kind of trying to get someone to think. I think that's one of the main goals. And, you know, you can easily put something in front of a camera and kind of show, like, look what's happening but then as a filmmaker you have to kind of direct the audience and yeah. emphasize what is happening and kind of show it definitely yeah. definitely 100%. i was gonna um oh, what was i was gonna ask i can't remember 
I can't remember now. Oh, the Alzheimer's coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> coming back. Yeah, my phone on the side there, by the way. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good, mate. You can do the last last two clues then. Yeah, I need the last two. Cause I, I went from being top of the league now to now I'm relegation zone. Being cocky, <laughs> mate. That's what you did to nothing. Right. So the next two is. Um, so these are the last two films. So it's uh, Night of the Golden Eagle, 2001. And survive style five plus, two thousand and four. Survive style five plus. Yeah. So Genius. the film we've got is Blast, Euro Trip, Tooth, The Big Bounce, Mean Machine, Night of the Golden Eagle, Swordfish, Snatch, Gone in sixty seconds, and what was the other one? What did I put? It was survive, survive style five plus. God, that's a. Difficult... Oh, I'm thinking of the wrong gone in. I'm thinking of something else. I think. Uh... Thinking of something else for gone in sixty seconds. Who 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 wants to go first? Come on, come on, Joe, mate. Who have you got? I, I did have Nicolas Cage, but I'm. I'm... I, I had Nicolas Cage as well. I thought, oh, did you? Um, yeah, but then I thought halfway through. That's why I asked you that question. But I have changed now, and I think. What about I've... you, Chris? What did you have? Uh, I'm not gonna lie, mate. I'm, I'm I'm a bit clueless on this one. Still, I'm still figuring it out. <laughs> All right, I'll give you two minutes. Mm. All right, Matt, what are you saying? You see, I was I was gonna go for because the only film I really have watched and I know is Snatch, and the only person I can remember that's in Snatch, and it's just because of my heat passion for him is uh, Stephen Graham, but it's not Stephen Graham. <laughs> Because he's not, not I don't think he's in Gone in 60 Seconds. And also, you said. Yeah, it looks like he's, he's searching it there. It looks like I'm the uh, yeah, he does. I've got, I'm not, I, I, I know who it is now. All right, I'll put you out of your misery. So, well, Alex, you can put him out of the misery. Let's see if you got it right. <laughs> Unless I'm wrong, in which case. Come on. Is it Leeds United football of Vinnie Jones? Yes, it is. Big Vinnie Jones. Big Vinnie Jones, footballer turned actor. Oh, class. Oh, jeez. Oh, because Mean Machine's the football film, isn't yeah. it? Oh, no, I thought it was something else. What am I thinking of? Um, oh, he's Mint Vinnie. What, Chris? I'm just saying he's Mint Vinnie, isn't he? Yeah, I love Vinnie Jones. I love him. He's got that advert where he goes, have you seen it? I think it's on the football, it's on the football, like the advert, it comes out and he's a bummer about the deodorant or whatever. And he's Is like, it brew? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's funny, that. Get yourself some brew. Yeah, it's <laughs> like kicking little bits of gold over. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I think I had, I was trying to tie Gone in 60 Seconds and Snatch together. So I was like, Brad Pitt, no. Nicolas Cage, no. Imagine Nicolas Cage and Snatch. I think that's <laughs> He's like the mad Irish guy in it be great but yeah no that's it that's that's me that's me done anyway jay yeah so i'm just no i was, I was in my head i was just reliving funny scenes of snatch <laughs> it's, a great film. it's a great film who are you thinking matt i thought gone in 60 seconds was um 30 minutes or less you know the one with jesse eisenberg and all oh, right yeah that, Cause I knew I didn't know what it was, so I was thinking it was Jesse Eisenberg for a bit, and then I was like, "Well, it can't be because I don't think Jesse Eisenberg was a, like a proper actor in two thousand and four." I, I might know. be wrong. It's when Alex said is is filming not his only profession. So I, for some reason, jumped to like musician, <laughs> and I was like, "Was there some rapper in Snatch or something?" <laughs> I love that. I've embarrassed. Yeah. I think I have to dethrone myself as host. There's some good side actors as well, though, isn't there? There is some in Snatch. Like, it. Um, like uh, yeah, you said Stephen Graham's in it. He's really good in it. He's kind of like the side in it. And then there's the guy who's done, if you've watched Walking Dead before, but Morgan. You know Morgan out of Walking Dead, yeah? Yeah. yeah. He, was, he was in that Snatch he's as well. He's in the Walking Dead now, isn't he? Yeah, he's in fear now, yeah. And he wrote his own show as well for Sky. I can't remember what it's got. It's like about his daughter getting abducted or something. It was Save Me, wasn't it? Yeah, that might be it. Yeah. Jason Statham as well. Yeah. yeah. 
Mm. Yeah, after once I forgot, once I kind of discarded Nick Cage. To uh, be fair, Joe, you weren't if thinking along the lines of musicians because one of the people in Snatch is Goldie. <laughs> so, Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm glad I got you all with that one, apart from Alex. Yeah. I don't know how I managed to get that. Well, you asked the football one, didn't you? Yeah. You didn't get it yeah. after that, so I was hesitant. Yeah. You cheated once again. Yeah, again. I didn't cheat. <laughs> I was my ingenuity. All right, uh, I guess we'll end it there. Chris, <laughs> we're extremely grateful for you taking yes. the time to come on. Yes, yeah, thank you very much. considering me for the podcast. In there. <laughs> absolutely pass some time in lockdown as well i hope yeah 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 so uh make sure to give hot unbothered a listen yeah. uh, we'll put the link on our social media and get it out there mm-hmm. uh make sure to follow chris as well and and crowdfund his future films yeah <laughs> sound good sound very yeah. good uh, but, uh, thank you everyone and we'll uh see you on the next one yeah. see you in a bit Cheers, guys. Yeah, it's in a bit.